0: Lapis and the Stolen Statue, Part 1 Dedicated to Neve Niobe and Coltrane It was morning. The sun was creeping into the bedroom. I briefly opened my eyes to gaze at the rosy sky through the window. It was the same as yesterday and the day before and the day before. Nothing to report there. I went back to sleep perhaps for a minute and then somebody was hammering on the door how rude at this time of day most uncivilized Amon the priest stumbled out of bed Cleo she's my sister friend and I both stretched out paws before Amon could reach the door to take the bolt off it Crash. would you believe that they broke the door who are these people thieves, pirates, hooligans this is official one of them barked out with all the manners of a street dog we are palace guards we have orders from her majesty the queen pharaoh you're coming with us No way! Cleo and I both whined, and we sprang out of the window. But of course, it wasn't us they wanted. It was Amon. They tied his hands together with a rope and led him away, just like a common criminal. We cats did not know what to do, so we whined from the roof of the house. Meow! Meow! One of those rough so called palace guards threw a stone at us. Stop that awful noise, you stupid cats, he ordered. You'll wake the neighbors. That made us howl even more. Who will feed us? Meow! On and on we went until Lord Ra, the sun god, reached his zenith and beat down on us with his hot rays like spears they were. Normally we would hide in the shadows and sleep, but today was no ordinary day. I said to Cleo, my fellow cat and sister friend, I'm bored of whining, aren't you? Yeah. she meowed. It's too, too exhausting, especially in this heat. Shall we have a nap and then carry on whining when the day gets cooler? No, I said. Are you dumb? Whining is no good. We've got to go and tell Lady Bastet what's happened. She'll know what to do. It's called Divine intervention. Aren't you the clever one, said Cleo. Although she's my sister friend, under strict orders from Lady Bastet, I still can't help finding her annoying sometimes. The road to the cat temple was so hot it burned our paws. When we reached the gates, we saw thousands and thousands of temple cats, all stretched out fast asleep as cats should be when the sun is that hot. It was cooler inside, though. A priest was supposed to stop us cats getting in, but he was asleep, thankfully. We crept past until we were at the feet of the great cat goddess, Lady Bastet herself. Ah, great one, I meowed. "'Something terrible has happened.' "'The cat goddess opened her eyes that were deep blue like the River Nile "'and like the precious stone Lapis, and like my eyes too, for that matter. "'Tell me about it,' she purred. "'They've taken my gold statue.' (laughs) "'Meow! That's terrible,' you both said. Who would do such a thing? The goddess, you see, has a great big statue made out of all sorts of stones, sandstone and more precious ones and inlaid with gold and ebony and lapis, of course. But she has a little sister, a solid gold statue that sits behind her altar. We both now saw that she was gone Who could have done such a thing, asked Cleo. The goddess looked and said softly, they say it was your master, Amon, because he keeps the key to the inner sanctuary. They say he crept into the temple at the dead of night when the guards were asleep on the job. They say he planned to sell the statue to the Greek pirates. They accuse Amon? So that's why they took him away, I exclaimed. But it couldn't have been him. We sleep at the foot of his bed. He can't scratch his nose without us knowing about it. Hang on a minute, said Cleo. Who said it was Amon? Simon the Greek. Well, that figured. He's an important priest at the temple. He speaks our language and can meow even better than Amon. But he doesn't like us cats and we don't like him. He's never kind to us. Seems to think that all we are good for is to be made into mummies and sold to the tourists. I bet it was Simon the Greek who took that statue. I exclaimed. I'm sure he's got the key too. He's high up. He would do. And you would be right, agreed the goddess. Please, oh goddess, strike Simon the Greek down, pleaded Cleo. Yes, I agreed. You can do anything you please. Send a thunderbolt out of the clear sky and sink his barge on the River Nile. Then everyone will know that you are angry with him and they will set Amon free. But Bastet turned up her nose at us, just like we cats do. We're indifferent to most things that don't directly bother us, you see, and so is she. Why should I? she asked. Amon will be punished cruelly. "'It will be a warning to others not to take my things.' "'But he's innocent!' we both exclaimed. "'Frankly, I'm not bothered if he is innocent or not,' said the goddess. "'People think he's the thief. "'People will see him punished. "'He will set an example. "'Don't touch my stuff or else. "'That's the point of justice.' To warn off others. They call it a deterrent. Well, I was shocked. This was a real lesson for me. I learnt for the first time how our Egyptian gods really are. They don't care about injustice to us mere mortals, humans or cats. We were more depressed than ever as we left the temple. As the sun went down... We both sat on the bank of the River Nile, trying to catch a fish. But those fish weren't stupid. They weren't coming out of the water to say good evening to us cats. That is too, too bad, complained Cleo. We're going to starve. Meow, I agreed sadly. After a few minutes of contemplating our empty stomachs we began to hear a steady drumbeat. That meant one thing, Temple's barge was coming up the river to take Simon the Greek on some important business. He always travelled in style. That gave me an idea, where there's hope there's a way I said and that is the end of this story about lapis the egyptian cat what do you think will happen to amon will the truth come out and i'm delighted to dedicate this story to neve niobe and coltrane they both love listening to our stories on saturday mornings with their dad david while their mum sheila is out running and i'm interested to learn that neve's first name is inspired by the actress Neve Campbell and her second name, Niobe, is after a character in The Matrix. And Coltrane is like the jazz saxophone player. Well, wow, a big thank you to Neve and Coltrane and your family for supporting us on Patreon. For now, from me, Natasha, bye-bye.